welcome to episode 27 of the Balanced Working Moms podcast. I'm Rena Misha, and I'm so glad you're here. If you're a busy mom like me who's trying to manage it all, you're in the right place. In this podcast, you'll hear hacks to make life calmer, more organized, and maybe even get dinner on the table while you're at it. Oh, my friend, in today's episode, I am going to teach you one of my favorite life hacks. This is one of my go-to secrets that I have been using for many, many years. It helps me get dinner on the table without stress, and I make healthy, amazing dinners. And this hack is called freezer cooking. And if you've never heard these two words in the same sentence, freezer cooking is when you cook in advance just for your freezer. You don't cook and make leftovers and just stick disgusting stuff in your freezer that you don't want to eat. No, it's deliberate. It's when you make food just to freeze for your freezer. And today's episode is going to be how to make these amazing freezer meals that are going to be a joy to take out of your freezer and serve. really excited to share a new type of episode that we're going to start having on this podcast. On occasion, we are going to have an episode that's a life hack. It's going to be something that's a skill or a shortcut, and it's really going to help you manage your day-to-day life, decrease your stress, give you a shortcut, a little bit of information that can change everything. Don't you love it when you learn a life hack? Sometimes they're really, really obvious, and sometimes they're not. But when you're struggling with something for so long, maybe even your whole life, and you learn a better way, it's such an amazing feeling, isn't it? When you find there's a new way to do it, you can do things in a total different way. And sometimes it's just a little thing. It's not even a big change to your whole life. That's why they're called life hacks, because they could be the smallest little thing and they change everything. So when I know something, I'm going to share it with you on an episode and I'm going to call it a life hack. And if you have a life hack to share with me, I would love if you would tell me because you know we're a community. We can't do this alone. This is big work that we're doing. So if you know something, please let me know and I'm going to share it with our community. For our first life hack episode, I'm going to share with you the most important and most helpful life hack that I have in my tool belt. I love when I can share with you how to do something that's almost magical, something that you would dream of, but it always felt impossible. And today is going to be one of those days. Because today, I'm going to share with you a life hack on how to make food that you stick in your freezer as appealing as if they were freshly made. Really, I'm not kidding you. It's really possible, and I'm going to show you how in this episode. It's one of my favorite and most important life hacks of all time. I think freezers have a terrible reputation. Growing up, the thought of putting anything in my freezer except ice cream just felt gross. When I was a kid, I stayed far, far away from my freezer, unless I was going for that ice cream, of course. Growing up, my freezer was packed with things that were unidentifiable and really, really old. 
going through that freezer and sometimes my own, I shouldn't just say growing up, but it felt like an archaeological dig where you never knew what you were going to find. And I never thought that a freezer could actually be a good thing until I became a working mom. Then, as with everything in my life, my attitude towards my freezer changed because making dinner felt literally almost impossible. Because I was coming home after a really long day at work, and I had a small, cute little baby, and the last thing I could do was make dinner because I had to take care of my little one. Especially as a first-time mom, I had no idea how to put her down so I could actually cook. So hence the freezer to the rescue. I started experimenting with my freezer. I would try all different kinds of ways to use it, and it really became a lifesaver for me because I could have a delicious dinner on the table and not have to put my little one down to make it. And this is after a long day at work. I mean, what an amazing feeling. You can imagine you have dinner on the table, you didn't have to make it, and you had a long, crazy, hectic day at work. It really does feel magical. Now, I have also always been a health nut. My friends like to serve their kids things like chicken nuggets and tater tops, while my family is eating homemade vegetable lasagna, red lentil soup, meatless balls, we're vegetarian, spaghetti, falafel, all kinds of yummy dinners. And it wasn't because I was super mom. You all know I'm not super mom and there's no super mom out there. But it was just because I figured out how to use my freezer to help me. I remember one particular day at the park. We went to the park right after school. It was all of us moms looking exhausted while our kids are playing. And I remember one mom asked us all, what are you guys having for dinner? She had no idea what she was going to make. And she just went around and we all told her. And I don't remember what I responded, but I remembered the look on her face because it was a real dinner. It was something wonderful and delightful. And she looks at me and she's saying, how are you going to be eating that when the rest of us are eating fish sticks? And I told her, I said, I have a secret. It's my freezer. And I taught them my tricks on how to use my freezer to make these most unbelievable meals. And that's why I was even able to be in the park after school, why I was able to just be relaxed and chilling out while my kid was playing because I didn't have to make dinner that night. What is freezer cooking? My friends in the park had never heard these two words together. They thought it was a foreign concept from Mars because they still thought that freezers had gross food in them. They had that image of the things that were in the freezer that were unlabeled. You had no idea what they were. They were old, leftovers, gross. And who wants to feed that to your family? That's disgusting. I mean, it's okay to do that sometimes, but every night? Maybe not ideal. But freezer cooking is different. Freezer cooking is not just leftovers that you throw in the freezer because they're already probably rotten or a week old and you don't want to eat them. No, freezer cooking is when you deliberately make food for your freezer. So when you make it, you intend to freeze it. So I'm not freezing leftovers. Freezer cooking is not about leftovers. 
I am freezing good, yummy food that I made just for this purpose. And see, the intention is what makes all the difference. And it's because when you have the intention, you prepare the food differently than how you would prepare it if it was leftovers. You prepare it with the intention that when you take it out, it is going to be a delicious dinner. Now, you'll probably have to tweak how you put it in. And that's what this episode is all about. I am going to show you how to prepare food for your freezer so that when you serve it, it's as delicious as it would have been if you had made it freshly an hour before. Really, we're going to do this today. It's so exciting, isn't it? Because it solves so many problems. It solves the problem of how you can eat healthy. It solves the problem of how you can save money by not going out to eat. It solves the problem of how you can be exhausted yet still serve dinner. And I'm sure there are a million other problems that I haven't even listed that freezer cooking solves. That's why it is my most important life hack that I can share with you because it has literally changed my world. It's given me energy. It's given me health. And it's made me feel proud of myself when I can serve my family a really nice meal and not have to exhaust myself in the process. It's totally win-win. Now, I'm going to share with you my way, because there are so many ways to freezer cook out there. When I started, it was actually a newer thing. There wasn't that much information on it. But now, there's so many ways, but I'm going to share with you, of course, what works for me. Because sometimes people have ways that can be exhausting. And my way is pretty easy. So stick with me, my friend, and I'm going to share with you exactly step-by-step step what I do to get these delicious dinners on the table. Okay, step one. Step one is the most basic step. So here's what I want you to do. If you're already making a recipe, I want you to simply double the recipe or triple it. Yes, it's going to take you a little longer. I know sometimes people say that if you double a recipe, it's the same amount of time as if you were just doing a single recipe. I personally don't think that's true. Anytime you double or triple or make more of a recipe, it's going to take you more time in my experience. But you're not going to be spending all day cooking. So it's not an all day thing that you're making 30 meals. No, you're just doubling or tripling. And this will start to be a habit. So now whenever I cook, I always double or triple. I don't even think about it. It's just what I do. So same for you. It could be a habit. Once you start this, it's just how you do things. I'll give you an example of how I do this. So one example, I told you I make meatless balls, vegetarian meatballs. So to make this recipe, they start with a roasted eggplant. So instead of roasting one eggplant, I usually triple the recipe. So I roast three eggplants. You see, not so much more work. And then it also involves the food processor. So then I let the eggplants cool off and I put it in the food processor along with some beans and breadcrumbs and all the other ingredients. So I'm getting the food processor dirty once. You see? So I'm not killing myself. I'm not in the kitchen forever. But I'm being really efficient with my time 
because I'm only cleaning the food processor once and I'm getting to eat this three different times. So this is really, really efficient. So step one, you make the double or triple recipe of something you already make. Step two is really, really subtle. See, I told you this is my own way of doing things. I've never heard other people talk about this. But step two to me is so important. And that is put the food in real containers. So most people, when they freeze or cook, they use these plastic bags or whatever they use. And to me, that just looks gross. I don't want to open a plastic bag and that'll be dinner for my family. It doesn't have the same appeal as a real container. If I were to put lasagna in an aluminum foil pan, I'm going to tell you the truth that I am really not going to want to eat that lasagna. Maybe you're different. Maybe that works for you. But for me, if I put it in one of my beautiful glass dishes, I can't wait to eat that lasagna. That looks wonderful to me. That looks like real food. And here's another advantage to doing that. Once I started using my real containers, I needed them back, right? How long can you have a real container in your freezer? You need that container back so you can make other meals. So by putting things in real containers, it was forcing me to use up what I had. So what I had wasn't that old. Isn't this subtle but great? It looks beautiful. It forces you to use up what you have. This is the new way of doing it. I love it. I'm excited for you to try this. The third reason why I don't like to use disposable containers is because it's not environmentally friendly. That is so important to me, not to be throwing out constantly plastic bags and the like. So once I came up with this idea to use my actual containers, it was totally win-win on all accounts. So we already talked about two steps. The first one, double or triple your recipe. Second step, use a real container. The third step, oh my gosh, my friend, if I had a secret to freezer cooking, this would be it. This is the most important step that you need. And this step, my friend, is to wrap and freeze the food without cooking it first. So important. I promised you when we were starting this episode that your food would taste as good as if you had made it that day. And this is the secret. This is how you make it that good. It's because it's not actually been cooked before. So when you cook it, it is fresh. It is delicious. It's not reheated. It's not a leftover. It's in a beautiful dish. You didn't kill yourself making it because you were already cooking that day. You just simply doubled or tripled your recipe. This rule is so simple, but most people don't know it. So this is the most important rule of all to not cook the food first. Now, of course, all rules are meant to be broken, and this is no exception. So sometimes on some occasions, I will pre-cook a food, but I'll only do that with foods that will heat up really, really well once I cook them, and often I'll pre-cook them because you can't store them raw. But most foods, I do not pre-cook. I really try not to, because they taste so amazing when you heat them up fresh that very day. 
let me give you an example of foods that I do not pre-cook. Enchiladas. I'll put the enchiladas in the tortillas. I'll wrap them up. I'll put the sauce on them, but I will not cook them. Another thing I won't cook is eggplant parmesan. Ziti. Lasagna. Oh my gosh. Lasagna is one of my family's favorites. I make it all the time. I use the noodles that do not need to be pre-boiled. And I literally stick the lasagna into the freezer uncooked. And then when I cook it, it's so delicious and fresh. You would never believe it came out of a freezer. Seriously, you would never believe it. Another thing that I don't pre-cook is I make a pancake mix. Just the dry part. I don't mix it with the eggs or anything. It's just the dry part with oats and whole wheat flour and baking powder. And that just lives in the freezer. And then when I'm ready to make pancakes, it's so easy. I just pull it out and I add the wet ingredients to it. I also love to make quiches. I know, are you shocked? A quiche from the freezer? How do I do it? Oh, this one's really neat. What I do is I just freeze the inside. I don't put it in the pie shell because then it will turn to mush. So I just freeze it separately. And then when I'm ready to use it, I defrost it. I add it to the pie crust and it's done. Doesn't that sound delicious? Another thing I make are quesadilla fillings. So again, I don't actually make the quesadilla. I'll fry the onions, beans, the spices. And I'll put just that in the freezer. And then when I'm ready to use it, I'll take out the filling and I'll put it in our tortilla and it's delicious. What about desserts? Desserts also freeze so well. One of my favorite things to freeze is the inside only of an apple pie. Maybe our family will go apple picking and we'll get in a ton of apples. I can process all of that. I'll do the hard part by processing the apples and cutting them and adding the spices. And that filling will go right into the freezer. And anytime I'm ready for pie, I just take out the filling, put it in the pie crust, bake it, and it tastes like I literally just processed the apples that day. It's so efficient, it just blows my mind. I hope this is sounding like something that you could do too, because it is such an awesome way to do things. You're healthier, you save money, you're efficient. I love it. So now let me share with you things that I do pre-cook because when I defrost them, they taste just as good as when I made them fresh. So the meatballs that I told you about, I actually pre-cook those. And when I defrost them, they taste delicious. Falafel. But those you can also freeze the dough, but just for convenience, I usually just make the whole thing up and fry them and freeze the actual finished balls. Potato pancakes, I freeze those already cooked. I don't think you could freeze raw potato pancake dough, so you have to make that one in advance. Matar paneer, which is an Indian dish, anything with sauces like that usually freeze really, really well. So for that one, I make the whole thing and we just defrost it and there's dinner. Muffins also freeze really well. So I'll make the muffins and I'll bake them. And when they're fully done, then I'll stick them in the freezer. Cake also freezes really well. 
my family loves carrot cake. My daughter's here in the room with me and she's giving me a thumbs up. She loves it when I freeze carrot cake because that could be hard to make. That involves the food processor. You have to shred the carrots. You may as well make two if you're already making one and freeze the second one. I hope these examples inspired you. I'm vegetarian. If you eat meat, it'll be even easier for you. So many meat recipes freeze so well, and there's so much out there on the internet. There are so many recipes to make with meat that you could just defrost, you could just stick in your crock pot. But here I've showed you, even vegetarian cooking, you could do freezer cooking. So don't be limited, because let me tell you, vegetarian cooking can be challenging to stick in the freezer, right? You're dealing with all these vegetables. Some vegetables may not freeze as well, but you heard my list. All these things I regularly make in the freezer and more, so you can do it too. Take your regular meals, take the stuff that you're already making, double them, stick them in your freezer, and then see how they do. All right, so now our final step in the process. Step number four is also really, really important. And that's how to defrost your food. Because when you're ready to actually eat the food, it's going to take a little planning. What you're going to want to do is you're going to want to pull out the food the night before. Let it defrost in your fridge. I like to put the food on a trivet in the fridge because it could get a little moist. And this way the water goes into the trivet. And this step is actually really, really important if you're using the real dishes like I recommended, because you don't want to put things right from the freezer into the oven because they'll crack. So first you want them to defrost in your fridge and then you can cook them. So next you're going to cook your food. I usually find that I do need to cook the food longer than what the recipe indicates. So even if your food was in the fridge, it's still cold. It's still not like it would be if it was room temperature. So you're probably going to have to allow a little more time to defrost your food. Sometimes I even have to double the amount of time it'll take to cook the food. It'll vary depending how big the casserole is or whatever it is, but you'll get used to it. Now, here's another really, really important part to the process. And that is you probably don't want to use your microwave to heat up the food. If you want it to taste fresh like you just made it, I find the best thing to do is to use the oven. The oven really cooks it well. It gives it that just cooked texture. To me, that's such an important part of all this. And that is to get the texture right. So definitely use your oven. Get it crisp. Get it tasting really, really good. So how is this all sounding? I hope this sounds so doable to you. We're not spending the whole day cooking. And you know what? Even not pre-cooking something actually saves you so much time. Because when you do pre-cook it, think about it. You have to wait for it to cook. Then you have to wait for it to cool down. You would never be able to do this on a weeknight. It would only be the weekend. But with this method, you're saving all that time. You're not pre-cooking it for the most part. So you get to put it right from making it right into the freezer. 
It's so much faster. Trust me on this. If you've never done it, you're going to be amazed at how quickly it goes. Like with many of my episodes, I have a free printable to help you. And the free printable, of course, are freezer labels, because it's really, really important that our freezers don't look like the old freezers that we were talking about, the ones where things go in them and you have no idea what they are. So I have some cute freezer labels for you. They have little lemons on them. They're adorable. And when you label your food, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to put what it is, when you made it, and then the last thing you're going to need are the cooking instructions. So you're going to need to know what temperature to cook it on and for how long. So don't forget to include all that. I have that all written out for you so you can label your foods and you'll know exactly how to defrost them when the time comes to eat them. And you can access these freezer labels through the show notes. I hope you enjoyed this life hack, my friend. If you like this new series, let me know and I'll do it more often. Don't you love hacks? To me, they're just the greatest thing. And just like most hacks, this one, it's not even a big change to your life. It's just this small little thing that you'll do that'll just brighten your evenings. You'll come home, fresh dinner will be ready for you. It's such a delight. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please do me a favor and leave me a review. They make such a difference and they warm my heart every time I read them. I love seeing your reviews. Enjoy your freezer dinners and I'll catch you next time.